0: She's got a lot of
1: No fun. The Jen Kirkman podcast, episode three sixty seven, the Christmas episode. Now I don't even really know what that means, um, but that I guess that's where we are. So if this is your first episode, welcome. I think it'll be pretty similar to a normal episode. I'm just going to probably stay on the topic of uh, Christmas and family. And uh, again, I'm Jen Kirkman. I am a comedian. You may have, you may have, now I don't know what voice that is. You may have seen my Netflix specials, I'm going to die alone and I feel fine and just keep living. This, however, is not a comedy special. I hope you find it interesting. Is it always funny? No, because it's off the top of my head. I'm just talking to you with some, you know, ideas for what I want to talk about, but I'm just talking to you like I'm a friend who won't let you get a word in. And I hope you find that amusing I always say this is a great podcast to listen to While you're doing the dishes Or you need to hear someone talking As you drive over a scary bridge Um, But this is where I go uh, Sometimes funny Sometimes serious Always sincere No fun The Jen Kirkman Podcast Been doing this for seven years now It used to go under a different name I seem fun But here we are Here we are with no fun Thanks for being here What am I going to talk about this week? Well, I asked you all to write me letters about traditions that you are not able to do this year due to COVID. Maybe some new traditions that you have, uh, whether you like them or not. And uh, I'm going to tell a little story about my family. Ah, ah. sorry for those of you uh, listening, I'm sitting in my living room. I'm not in my home studio like a profesh because I... I do a Patreon. There's a video version and I'm sitting next to a Christmas tree and there's all kinds of holiday lights and uh, I just hoisted my fat ass (laughs) onto my living room chair. And I know you go, you're not fat. If you're fat, what does that make me? Well, you know what? I feel like a fat fuck because I've gained 13 pounds total in quarantine for 15, I think. And no, it wasn't quite 15, but I've gained like, at first it was 8 And then I was like horrified by that. And then I tried to lose weight. Um, And by tried, I mean, like thought about, it's not like I did something that made me gain more. What I did was keep eating more and exercising less because I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Like I'm actually just depressed about not, you know, being in my normal life. So, um, you know, it's just like, I guess I'm just going to take a little comfort in, in food right now. But uh, i just not at my normal level So, you know, I'm going to be like the basic bitch Who's like going to fix that in the new year I'm not going to like go nuts though You know, um, the last week of the year Like eating whatever I want And the good news is This is the best part uh, For those of you who used to work In any kind of office And are not currently Due to the pandemic Is those baskets of food That come in during the holidays Food, 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 food and you're eating like that and blah, blah, blah. And so I, uh, you know, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I got some like fun coffee cakes and things like that. And I actually didn't end up liking them. So I tossed them. Like they were gross. Like I got the wrong thing. And then uh, I'm not probably going to go back because COVID is spiking in LA. And I'm t- I don't know, It's I, the grocery store makes me nervous. I read some article that people in South Korea got it from an elevator Button That was earlier in the pandemic And I didn't like that at all Because I thought we couldn't get it from things like that But they contact traced And anyway This is not the episode is about This episode is about Christmas Not COVID But really The two go hand in hand this year Oh my god I have a feeling that all my friends are traveling But they know not to tell me I posted on Twitter If anybody here is uh, the one friend in their group That has been actually sheltering at home In terms of not socializing You know, I know a lot of people have to work But but in terms of like, you know, them asking Hey, do you want to go to a restaurant? Hey, do you want to meet at Blah Blah's house? Hey, do you want to blah 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 blah? Uh, I always say no, people just stopped asking And now I think they don't tell me because they think I might judge them Which I'm totally judging everybody Uh, Completely I'm judging So I can see, you know, I silently judge Um, I no longer tell people not to do things because they would get mad There was some tensions Anyway, this is, I'm still in the intro section of the podcast I mean, really, what is happening? I am part of the Misfit Toys Comedy Collective Uh, That is a year-round title It just so happens that we are right smack in the middle Of Christmas. Anyway, uh, brought to you by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap of the Never Not Funny podcast. The other podcasts on the collective Never Not Funny, Doug Loves Movies, Jonah Ray's Let Me Watch Your Movie With You, Mike Schmidt's The 40 Year Old Boy, and The Todd Glass Show. So check them all out. The show link will be in the, I mean, the link to the collective will be in the show notes. And again, as I mentioned, I have a Patreon What a great way to support me as I'm not on tour in 2021 Even with a vaccine It is too hard to plan a tour and figure out what's going to be happening when And blah, blah, blah And I just don't feel right about it So this is my tour Five bucks a month Gets you four videos a month Plus extra bonuses And each level goes up from there But I think you will really like it If you get an extra five bucks a month uh, A few hundred more people sign up Then I am coasting I am coasting in 2021 So be one of those couple hundred peeps Anyway, so Let's begin So I am Not going back to visit my family at all this year It is. It has been difficult There would have been other moments I was supposed to go visit my family Not. I don't just see them on holidays And uh, so I'll tell you a little story About talking to my mom the other day.
0: (laughs) Right after these words. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery.
1: Now, I don't know if there was just a commercial. There may not have been. You might have just heard me say right after these words, and then three seconds later go. I don't know if there was a commercial, but I, for some reason, decided this week to pause and actually say right after these words, (laughs) but they might not stick a commercial in. Okay. Anyway. Oh, God. My parents are 82. They do not act 82. Yeah, they're a little slower. Knees creak, but... You know, they've been to the casino twice during COVID. I was very angry both times. I would call and try to scare my mother. Oh my god, they say COVID can go through your mask at casinos. Jennifer's stuff, he's scaring me good. I want you to be scared. You know, my parents will pull that thing. Well, we don't have many good years left. I go, "Listen. Do you want to die peacefully in your sleep between now and 18 years from now Or do you want to die alone Choking on your last breath In a hospital Because that's what's going to happen If you get COVID So I know they're being good I mean they've been good They believe that there's I, I can't imagine Oh God I would. I, I don't know what I would do If I was related In my immediate family Who knows what's going on in my extended I, I haven't even I don't uh, I don't check anything. I don't know what they're thinking. But um, I know one cousin has, has emailed me this year. Um, actually, she emailed me to get a copy of my anxiety PDF. Hey, if any of you are having anxiety and you're like, well, you know what, I got some time off on Christmas. I'll read some stuff. Uh, send me an email, anxietybitesweekly at gmail.com. Just write anxiety help. I'll send you a PDF file full of easy... Easy breezy, tons of facts about anxiety. Um, Some of it are personal stories for me, but most of it is links to like actual facts and things that therapists have written and book and podcast episode recommendations, just tons and tons of free stuff, suggestions on, on, on every level. So anyway, and I'll send it to you. So send me an email you'll get. You'll get an answer back from me within uh, 24 hours it, it's, It'll literally just be me cut and pasting The uh, form email that I send to everybody Who asks for help um, Don't be creepers uh, If you do, you will not get the packet And I will uh, just delete your email And think you're a fucking freak Oh, there was one guy the other day Who sent me an email Don't worry, I'll get back to the COVID This one guy Writes to anxietybitesweekly at Gmail And writes, hey, I'd like to pay you And he says, Hey, want to help a 52-year-old guy with his dating profile online? No, I don't. What do you? What? I've never done online dating in my life. And I talked about it on an episode recently where I said I did, in this spirit of moving the energy along, join some, but I hate them. I'm probably terrible at it and I never check them. But I am, no, I'm not here available to, he's writing the anxiety email address going, hey, I just thought it might be fun. You can help me like write funny things for my profile. I go, I don't write funny things for hire like that.
0: What, what, have some
1: respect for yourself and for me. So I just wrote back, I suggest this is something you do with people you actually know in your real life. And if you don't get some friends (laughs) and this is so inappropriate, it's not going to go well for you if you act like a freak. On the Anxiety Bites Weekly Gmail, email Anyway, so I'm just glad I don't I'm just glad people In my immediate family Believe that COVID is real Oh my God Can you imagine Uh, 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 oh, uh, oh uh. um, But I'm not flying home There was a moment Where I had an Airbnb on hold And I had a flight on hold uh or I'd paid for a flight but it's JetBlue so it just gets refunded back into my travel bank. Why do you don't need these details. But I just you know what? I'm nosy. So when people say something in passing, I had a flight on hold. I would I would stop and and think, what do you mean you had a flight on hold? What airline lets you hold a flight for months? And I would want to know. And then if someone said I bought a ticket, I would think, ooh. Was that refundable? I would want to know. So I'm telling you, JetBlue is my airline of choice from flying from LA to Boston and back and LA to New York and back. And what I love about JetBlue, and I think it's because I'm there um, in their true blue level because I fly it so much, but it really doesn't take much to get to be whatever they call it, is uh, you buy a ticket. Obviously, you can build up a lot of points. And if you buy a ticket using points or money, you can cancel it Within an hour of the flight And the money just goes back into your travel bank Or your points go back into your points I mean, that's it, no penalties And, you know, I mean, yeah Would I rather a, a refund of my credit card? Sure, but I know I'll fly it again someday And then it'll be like free, a free flight by then So anyway, I had that stuff on hold Because, you know, I put it on hold in August Because I wasn't sure how this country was going to go with the pandemic, I didn't know if people were going to listen and actually not dick around over the summer and in the fall. But I knew, I knew the winter will be the darkest, the darkest months ahead of COVID. I knew it, and I said, well, maybe if it's like really, really, really wrangled, and it's you know, I had literally a those one of those gas masks that makes you look like an aardvark. I had, I have one of those. I had a painter's uniform. I'm not kidding. I have obviously gloves and all the things. And that's how I was going to fly. And I was going to fly in one of those um, pods on JetBlue. That is their version of first class. Listen, that's how I fly once a year. That's my thing. And so I was going to uh, (laughs) lock myself in a pod with a gas mask on. And uh, then I was going to go to an Airbnb where I was going to shut myself in for 14 days and then go see my family after testing negative for COVID. And then as more and more things went on, I realized, you know, uh, that's a lot to do. It's a lot of money to spend. It's also, what if I can't get a test? And what if the test, like, it's just, it's, no, no. No. And also this notion that, oh, you know, I'll just quarantine for 14 days. Well, if I get COVID, it's also like, I can't get COVID either. No, I'm just, it's, and then of course, now we are where we are with the pandemic, you know, things started coming up on Thanksgiving and the CDC said don't travel. I mean, I already knew by then I wasn't traveling, but it's just like, now it's really just no, no, no. But, you know, of course I miss my family and, you know, I, I would really, I, my sister and I love the movie Elf. I mean, the whole family loves it, but we always quote it and go, and then we're going to snuggle and then we're going to, you know, whatever the line is. And so I made a joke to my mom a couple weeks ago on the phone. I was like, and then we're going to snuggle. And she goes, I would love to snuggle with you. Wouldn't that be nice? You need that for your mental health. You need it. You need that connection. I, I was like, oh, I was kidding, but I would snuggle you. Mommy, mommy. No, I just said I would. I would love to just curl up in a chair and just hug everybody. And I'm a hugger, you know. Uh, so I'm really sad. and But I'm okay. I'm not, uh, there's nothing that anyone can do to console me. I'm just going to take pleasure in the things that I like doing, you know. Um, you know, I've spent Christmas time... Kind of not, you know, by myself or not going home before uh, For reasons either I've been sick
0: or I've had to
1: work or, uh, or I've been exhausted or something And, you know, I just make a plan to see them a few weeks later or A couple of weeks before, it's not a big deal But this is the first time I will feel like I wanted to go back to Massachusetts And there was something stopping me Known as COVID I heard someone, yeah, I already said this last week but Someone said COVID, what, what's happening? Um, so Talking to my mom the other day And my dad is just Wild about the vaccine You know, because they'll probably get it sooner Than most people Because they're elderly And they've got a neighbor Who's a doctor Now, first my mom didn't like this woman The doctor is having patties again And I feel like she's just saying Fuck you to old people Well, she's having patties, Jennifer and they're all outside without their masks, talking and drinking and laughing. Now, I don't know. I don't know how accurate this is. I don't know how close they are. I mean, can she really see if they're wearing masks? She'd have to be standing on the porch. You know, the neighbor is kind of, it's across the street, but it's like diagonal and the porch. I've, I, know, I don't know if you'd be able to see. But that's my mom's story. You know, it's so rude. It really is. I feel so forgotten by younger people. And then she's like, oh, by the way, speaking of that doctor, she said, if if I doctors are not able to get us the vaccine by April, that we should ask her and she'll get it for us. I go, what do you hate her for?
0: <laughs>
1: you better kiss her fucking ass. Now, I don't know what's going on um, with that doctor being able to do that, Uh Hang on one second I have to return an email It's from my producer of this very podcast Sorry, this is classic No fun, returning an email Whoops, that should not be in there If you could delete Thank you Okay So anyway, I'm talking to my mom My dad's all excited He's all about the vaccine Jennifer um, sends me an email Okay, Vegas next year. I'm going to look at tickets for April, May. Um, Then 2022, the Keepers Association in San Diego. I mean, he'll be 84 at that point. I'm like, Dad, I can't go to Vegas in April or May because I'm not going to, the vaccine will not be available to me yet. I do have pre existing conditions and I think I'll get it before like totally normal, healthy people, but probably not much like like I, I doubt that much sooner I don't know, see what my pulmonologist says so my uh my dad's like oh well I gotta I gotta travel again I gotta live my life they didn't travel that much they'd go to Vegas once a year and somewhere else you know um like wherever his greenskeeper thing was so <coughs> well they would travel a little they you know they would go to the casino and you know they drove to Vermont once to see me do a gig and you know so I just said, uh, I, I get it, Dad. I get it. I, I, I'm a traveler. So I'm texting with my sister, and she tells me that uh, my dad called her, and he's like, you know, we only got about eight eight years left, eight good years left of life. She's like, oh, my God, that's so sad. I don't know if it didn't dawn on her before that. I mean, I think about people dying every 10 minutes. That's just like time to think about People in my family dying You know, that's, how, that's a game I've been playing during the pandemic Hope nobody dies before I see them again But I feel so robbed of this time with them And so anyway uh, When I called my mom and I said uh, What's going on? You and dad talking about death? She goes, oh, well, you no know, And I said, you know, I work, my parents live in a house that they don't own Came with my dad's job and there's stairs, there's stairs going up the porch and there's stairs going up to the bedrooms. And I said, What well, do you think you guys will, you know, it's not like they can sell it and get a profit, but they have saved. I said, can you think you'll like get an apartment or something or, or a condo or just something where you don't have those stairs? I don't know, Jen, I don't even want to think about it. I go, but do you guys ever think about your future? We don't, honestly. I mean, they're like, like fucking Gen X slackers. I go, I... I worry so much about you guys falling down the stairs. And my mother goes, no, 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 don't worry about that. I did fall up the stairs, though, the other day. I go, well, that's just as bad. I worry about that too. Oh, Jen, it's fine. Don't even think about it. And I'm like, but this is my turn. It's my turn to worry about what my parents are doing. But I don't know. And she said, well, you know, your father… He says now he wants to be cremated and sprinkled under this tree in the backyard. And I said, okay, well, is that what you want to do? And he said, no, 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 I take it back. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I said, wait, are you guys afraid to talk about death? Well, we don't like it. I go, I go, but you have a will, right? Well, we have it somewhere. I think it's locked up at the bank, but I don't know how I go. Well, I'm going to, we're going to all have to take care of this. If you guys talk, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, you. I don't know. I I don't know where anything is. Your father doesn't know where anything is. I go. What is it going on over there? She goes. Now we have some grave plots in you know where they live, uh, where they grew up. You know, uh, northern Massachusetts, like closer to New Hampshire. She's like, my father's there, my mother's there, my brother, one of your cousins. Um, he'll be buried with the family, and you know, and then there's a plot for me and Ronnie. And but I don't know. I mean. How, if we die here, how are we going to get the bodies up there? I mean, they're not going to fly like we're turning into angels. And I go, I don't know, doesn't some freezer truck drive drive you guys up there or something? Well, I don't know. And I go, well, someone figure this out, please. (laughs) This is the phone call we're having. I said, well, we should write this down I said, I want to write a will too But I'm afraid if I do, people will think I'm suicidal You don't just suddenly be like, hey everyone Just want to let you know what to do with my stuff I mean, I have like a financial will Like with my business manager stuff Like, trust me, no one's getting rich <laughs> But, you know, it's like, oh Here's my, you know, savings account That can go here and whatever But the, uh The where to put me, I don't fucking know I really don't. I wrote my sister an email once about what to do with me when it was when I was going to Australia for 3 months and I was a little nervous. I don't know. I just thought what if something happens so far away? What if I'm in this cable car thing and it snaps? So um I just wrote to her like I would like to be cremated and I want these people to get ashes and here's their phone numbers and then I want someone to to sprinkle it here and this person to sprinkle it there and blah, blah, blah. Uh, But my mother's concern is who takes the bodies where? So, you know, that was a a beautiful conversation. (laughs) And, uh, You know, it's, I'm really angry. I I am uh, trying to do a Christmas episode. (laughs) But I'm just so angry about this year that I was robbed of and that we all were. Um, I do have it better than most. I certainly do because I don't have children and I don't have to homeschool. I don't live with roommates, so I don't have to share my space with anyone and I don't have to worry about their health. And I don't live with a partner that could possibly Get me sick either And ruin our relationship I don't I don't uh, You know I've been able to work from home Uh You know I I made do with this Patreon Which helped pick up Some of the slack from touring Some of it Uh I had some writing from home jobs You know And I had some lean months But I was okay And I also had some really good mo- months You know I got to do some cool stuff this year Certainly Uh Wasn't bad at all I am quite Quite lucky So You know That is my biggest thing Was just The people that I missed out on Oh god I'm boring myself Anyway uh, Speaking of Patreon I'd like to give a shout out I'm just gonna shout out Every single Not right now I mean Over the course of The weeks and the months I'll shout out 10 names Per episode Thank you Jeff Walters Jennifer Verbeck Courtney Julep Jennifer Paxton Mandria Landry Laura Mulligan Therese Wachowski Or maybe it's Teresa George Wallace I don't think the either famous George Wallace Not a nurse Which I don't think is a name But that's how they're listed (laughs) And Jim Leonard Thanks for being Patreon subscribers They're like oh fuck I was just about to cancel my membership Don't worry I won't look If anyone wants to send me an email about things they thought they would do in 2020 and things they obviously did not get to do and things they never thought they would do in 2020 and they they ended up doing them all because of the pandemic. And things you might want to try to do in 2021 if there's any sense of even half normalcy uh, it won't be read on the New Year's Eve episode, but it'll be read on the first of the year episode, whatever whatever first Wednesday that is of January. So send that along, Iseemfun at gmail.com. Sometime before the new year would be great. But I am taking two fucking weeks off. I am taping this in advance. I will tape the New Year's episode in advance, and then I will have about... Yeah, 10 to 14 days, maybe 12 to 12, 13 days without having to record and listen to my own voice. Enough with me talking. I mean, oh my God, enough already. Ah, <sighs> What will I do? I will be, so this is my Christmas tradition this year. It's very similar to my Thanksgiving tradition I ordered a bunch of sides The fun ones from Whole Foods I will be picking them up at 7am On Christmas Eve day On December 24th, 7am And I will be reheating Like a Julia child (laughs) And I will be uh, Having a Christmas Eve dinner
0: By myself
1: We'll talk to my family Maybe some FaceTime with the sisters My parents don't have technology So phone with them I'll have a little wine I'll eat I will probably watch a dvr Hallmark Christmas movie And what I like to do is... Uh, that podcast deck, The Hallmark, where three guys watch Hallmark Christmas movies and I've been on as a guest. I was on as a guest this year. I I will watch an episode and then immediately listen to the episode of the podcast where they watched it and see if we had the same moments of like, what the fuck was that? Maybe I'll do that. Maybe. I think I'm going to start watching The Crown. I already know that I am, so I don't, by the time, just, pl- I don't know what it is I cannot stand television recommendations But I'm going to start watching it I'm interested in watching it And I thought that might be a good thing to binge Like the week between Christmas and New Year's We'll see how much I get through it But, uh, or I might not watch something Christmas-y I usually love to watch It's a Wonderful Life But I feel like it might make me too sad I don't know, it's my favorite movie of the Christmas season And, uh My favorite, it's one of my favorite movies of all time I just think the acting is so fantastic That Jimmy Stewart, even though George Bailey is a character I really, really, really find him to be a lot (laughs) He's just kind of a victim You know, and he's got that bravado I'm gonna go around the world You know, it's always like what he's gonna do he, He does it at you you know, the, the love and joy of going around the world is, is in him. But it's almost like, I'm going to get, like, you losers, I'm leaving. You know, and he's so mean to Mary. And he never goes anywhere. I know that's the whole point of the movie, that he, he does for others. But he, you know, listen, it's the whole human saga, right? You want to do well. You want to help others. You want to help your family. You want to live your own life. But he keeps getting called back To do the right thing You know Something in his own heart Goes I can't leave this town like this I gotta stand up to Mr. Potter I gotta save my father's business I gotta marry Mary And I guess the whole point Is him making peace with it I guess that's the journey We don't want him to start there Because then what the fuck Is the movie about? A well-adjusted guy I know I know But I just go God I hope no one out there Is like, that's the kind of man I want No, because honey, he's going to have to get drunk Try to jump off a bridge Get saved by an angel And get to see what his life was like If he hadn't been born In order to appreciate you Unless that is going to happen as well You do not want some cranky guy Who's like, I don't even want to live in this house I didn't even want to marry you I don't like marriage I'm going around the world Oh, go around the world Acts like a dry drunk. You know what I mean? I got big ideas. All right. Anyway. But that movie, the minute it starts rolling, I am already choked up. And then the movie rolls along and there's like nothing to cry about. And then just once we get into Merry Christmas, Buffer Falls. With each and every... It's it's one of the best crowd scenes, I think, in film. When all of the extras are there giving George the money. The excitement level is really good and it's very authentic looking. And with each person that gives money, his genuine reactions. I'm like... <laughs> I just don't know if I'll watch it Because it does always kind of remind me Of my breakup four years ago Um, My ex and I went We got all dressed up And we went to see It's a Wonderful Life at the Movies And he'd never seen it And I felt this weird energy Sitting next to him And I was like I think he's unhappy And this movie is showing him He wants to break up Like I could feel it In my bones Like I really could Because that's how well we knew each other And then (laughs) The next day was Christmas and we sat together as though there was a pandemic in pajamas all day doing nothing, just watching DVDs of things that had nothing to do with Christmas, like season one of Mod and Taxi and all this kind of stuff. And uh, then we broke up the next day. He was just like, nope, bye. And uh, I don't mean to oversimplify it like that, but there was just something he couldn't work through and it was just like, I'm not happy, bye. And uh, so Christmas, you know, doesn't remind me of the breakup anymore, but there has been a global pandemic, don't know if you've heard, and everyone's mental health is a little wonky and people are sitting at home alone. And I don't know, uh, I'm sure thoughts will pass through my head of a breakup at Christmas, sometimes they do, but uh, I don't want to watch anything triggering, you know what I'm saying? Where I go, oh God, that's so sad. So I may not. Ah, maybe I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life after I get the vaccine and a big group of people in March. Who knows? But I've also just loved that movie my whole life, so it really doesn't remind me of anyone except me loving
0: it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um,
1: so anyway, I asked you guys to email me And tell me about your traditions And so With that Let's move in To the rest of the episode And I will pull up here Your emails That you were kind enough to send to me With all the sordid details of your lives Oh, I didn't finish saying what I was going to do Back to me And then I will probably wear something Fun but not Uncomfortable I've got some uh, Elastic waist Reddish purpleyish, ish Velour pants They're not even They're not even Christmas pants They're just that color And uh, Yeah And so then That's Christmas Eve Christmas Day More of the same You know Christmas Day Will I sit around In pajamas unshowered I don't know You know It's Maybe Christmas Day might just be, we'll just see what happens. It's probably going to be doing a lot of nothing. I do have a couple of friends. Uh, for anyone who's like, God, that sounds lonely, I will see people. I will not do any backyard hangs. I'm not, it just, nope, nope, nope. But I have two friends who are like, let's go on neighborhood walks uh, at night and look at the lights, or let's go on a hike in the morning. So I've got, three different friends. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually four that are willing to do walks. I don't mean to say willing, but that are like, "Hey, I'm around on Christmas. Do you, you want to walk?" I'm like, "Totally." So my regular hiking buddies um that I go one-on-one, distanced, double masked, don't worry. So I will see humans and I'll probably do a lot of walking. Uh let's say I walk with a friend at one point, I may even just uh yeah, so I've got a ton of friends who are sitting home alone as well And so I think that's the the non-sad part, right? I mean, if there was some reason that I was sitting home alone on Christmas And everyone else was doing something I think it would be really painful But this doesn't make me sad Because I feel like the world is in on it together, you know? Except for all of the people that are secretly going to be traveling And not telling me But um, I also have some friends that might do a little Zoom hang So I will have plenty to do And it'll probably go by really fast and I won't even get to sit around watching TV until the next day. But that's what I have going on. So, I don't want anyone to be sad or like, "Oh my god, she's so lonely." I will probably do more than if I had visited my family. <clears throat> but that that's it. Okay, so this is everybody else. Hi Jen. I'm actually a little excited to be missing a few things. My aunt always has Christmas Eve dinner and always invites some distant relatives who don't participate in the conversation who I barely know. And this other weirdo who gets drunk and hits on my brother and talks too close. There's no music or ambiance at all. It is so awkward. And my brother and I spend the whole time trying to break the tension. And then after, everyone is like, that was nice, but was it? Merry Christmas, Claire. Oh, There's nothing worse than just like the weirdo people that bring other weird people. I mean, my family and I are very insular. You know, when I read David Sedaris' essays, I go, God, that kind of reminds me of my immediate family. Like, the past couple of years, we have stopped visiting extended family at Christmas because my sister has a giant Christmas party every year the week before Christmas, and they come to that. But we have these uncles that are like, and then I'll see you on Christmas. And we're like, five days from now, we just, oh, okay. And they come by like at night after they visited their kids. And it's like, we're just done at that point. And we're like quiet because we've talked over each other all day long. And just like, oh, hey. And then, you know, they're just like, what are you doing? And, you know, and they're like, oh, no, we're we're not staying long. We're not going to sit. Can I get you a drink? Oh, no, we're not staying long. And then they stay. And my immediate family and I, we love them, but we're just like, ugh. Or maybe that's just me. But yeah, I mean, that's what my family and I do. My my parents come and stay at my sister's house. The whole family gathers there. I play with mittens. I am going to miss that cat. God damn it. My dad makes a fire. He talks about it for five hours. Then he makes one where he sets it all up. And what time do we light it? What time do we light it? What time do we light it? And we watch L for Caddyshack sometimes Or just whatever's on TV Or Hallmark movies Or my dad always wants to watch That fucking old English version of Scrooge Which is goddamn terrifying And I know it's not called Scrooge It's called A Christmas Carol But yeah I mean we just do nothing And then my parents got into this Let's open all the presents on Christmas Eve thing And I'm like no This is all I would have wanted as a kid So I I say stockings for Christmas Eve Presents in the morning But Christmas Eve Let's be totally honest Is so much better than Christmas There's just that special feeling In the air Silent night (laughs) But there is There's that special feeling In the air It's the anticipation And it's the coziness And the Savior Will be born tomorrow what if I just got super religious And I was like, guys I need to sing a gospel song I wrote um, But I do actually like Going to church on Christmas Though I haven't been in years My family and I We just gave up We just gave up on church But I used to go I think the last time I went Was this quaint little church Oh my God Talk about New England charm You gotta be kidding me oh, It's a wicked old church From like the 1600s or something There's totally Ghost there and the uh, 9 p.m. candle at mass, you hold a little stick candle and that is the light. Uh, I do think they were LED. I don't think it was real flame, although I think it might have been. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was because it had that paper around it to catch the drip. I, no, it was great. And even though I hate the song Silent Night when I hear it as a song on the radio, If I am in a church and a choir starts singing it, oh boy, crying from my gut again. I'm always crying, crying on Christmas. Everything makes me cry. I'm an emotional, I'm an emotional person. I'm a lot, and I mean that in a good way. I am just like, I'm such a feeler, thank God. Really experience in life. Anyway. Hi, Jen. This is probably not what many of your listeners want to hear And it doesn't even answer the question you asked Which was about what's your tradition that's going to be different due to COVID However, as I'm in Australia Yeah, yeah, I know you guys don't have any fucking COVID over there I'll be doing exactly what I've done every Christmas I feel so fortunate to live in a country that took COVID seriously Essentially from the outset And despite a few eager, early, alarming, blatant disregards for the risks Pulled its head in quickly and listen to the health experts, including going into lockdown or at least severely restricted itself for several months. And all now all evidence indicates that we have come out the other side in a much better position than most countries. Will I go out and start shaking hands again or take up licking handrails as a hobby? No, but I do feel comfortable spending quality time with family, friends, and engaging in regular social activity free from the fear of catching COVID. Yes, I understand that I'm not immune And sometime even with strict international border controls And mandatory quarantine still in place for Australians Returning from overseas There is a chance of an infected person Finding their way into society The odds are extremely slim So I'm going to reward myself for all the efforts Made by me, my family, friends, fellow countrymen And women, and our leaders And healthcare workers over the last eight months And enjoy Christmas, the holidays And our summer in general Maybe with more appreciation than ever before all the best, Steve. I know. You know, uh the only thing that I don't envy you about is that Australia's in the summer. I just don't understand I've spent uh Thanksgiving in Australia before. And it was it was hot summertime. But you know, I guess it's sort of like living in LA, where one year it was a hundred degrees on Christmas. This was uh twenty. 13 and I think I spent it in a wool sweater at my friend's house <laughs> eh. Oh god I didn't know it was going to be that hot out I didn't really look at the weather and I wore this wool sweater Really cute sweater otherwise had a little owl on it And gold sequins no big deal Hi Jen I wanted to contribute to the question you asked about What traditions I will miss this year due to COVID Mine might come as a surprise But this year I will actually be doing more than I would normally do. My husband grew up Jehovah's Witness and never experienced this holiday and doesn't care about celebrating it because it was never a tradition for him. I got in the habit of just not doing much at all because it's just us two and I always felt it would be a hassle to go out of my way. Plus, I simply just felt alone in it. My mom always invites us over, but her version is not what I would do. It's too religious and gift-centered and I don't like that. But last year, walking through a very stylish neighborhood on Christmas Eve, I felt so depressed because of all the decorations that were out and parties happening in other houses that I vowed I would not feel like that again. COVID is not going to stop me from making this year different for a change. So, I have fall decorations out. I am taking walks at night in the San Diego locals-only spots to see the over-the-top lights and seasonal displays, brewing cider regularly in a crock pot, setting my TV to YouTube fireplace videos while working, burning pine needle candles, and creating weekly self-care rituals where I do my own nails and watch Christmas cheese ball movies and shows. It's going great! Christmas Day will be much of the same with a nice... At home brunch Something decadent Like French toast And whipped cream And strong coffee I just wanted to share I know this is long But it's a positive change For me this year And I thought it might provide An upbeat anecdote Merry Christmas to you And all the listeners From Megan (laughs) Why would you think I need an upbeat anecdote On an episode That was just me Talking about my parents' death And a breakup (laughs) Oh, doesn't that sound great French toast and whipped cream I just gained another five pounds Reading your email Um, Oh, hot apple cider in a crock pot Yes, please I love all of this And then she wrote right back Jen, dang it I always forget something Per my email about what I'll be doing this year versus last I wanted to say that my husband is not a Jehovah's Witness anymore As an adult He was only raised with it as a young kid I know it's not that important to mention But it mattered to me that you and your listeners know that I listened to Leah Remini's podcast too, LOL And I just needed to make that clear Okay, bye Megan (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, I love that you guys have the same neurosis that I would like. Oh my god, I think I married someone in a cult. Uh hi Jen. This year I'll be working on Christmas Eve, then going to some kind of socially distant thing with the family. Of a friend pretty sure it really will be socially Distant since my friend is so paranoid He thinks he has COVID when he, when he has any Physical symptoms such as hunger at mealtimes Tiredness at night or coldness In winter I'm so excited To finally meet his brother and brother's girlfriend Who I've heard so many bad things about I'm in Spain and here They do the big meal on the 24th or Around midnight but it'll be Earlier since curfew is 1.30am that day I love that that's the Curfew <laughs> Like, how late was everyone going to be out? Oh, I guess because midnight's the thing. Wait, so when people in Spain stay up all night and then, I mean, you must, right? And then do you sleep late Christmas morning or you just get no sleep? I never knew this. I'm going to have to Google this up. This is great. Um, God, I couldn't live in Spain eating, eating that late at night and drinking wine. That's bad for the reflux. Um, Anyway, New Year's Eve, I'll be mourning the loss of my EU membership since the UK's 2016 bad decision was permanent Besides, New Year's Eve is nonsense anyway, and I share your concerns about people suddenly acting like everything's okay Because the next day has a different arbitrary number attached to it I don't even seem fun, Jess Jess, you seem plenty fun, and please be careful At your socially distanced thing in Spain Dear God I hope it's outdoors Wear your mask I don't know Am I saying the right things To someone in a different country Maybe it's different Maybe it's different Maybe it's Maybelline Um, Sorry I'm still reading Hey Jen, the last few years for the holidays, my friends and I have gathered for a combo Thanksgiving Christmas celebration. Someone hosts and makes the dinner entree while everyone else comes with sides. Then after we do a little gift exchange, there's always wine and cheese and fun Christmas music playing. It's so basic and not at all unique, but it's definitely something I've been missing this year. We're planning a virtual coffee date for all of us to get together and chat on FaceTime, but it's not the same. I hope that you and your family are safe and healthy And that we as a country can get our shit together So you can visit Mitty again sometime soon Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays And all that jazz, Julie Thank you, Julie You know, what you've described as basic And not at all unique Sounds like heaven Gifts and wine and cheese Now, what? what why is that going from that To a coffee hang? Like, can't you guys Can't you have some wine and cheese at your house And then your friend has wine and cheese at her house And then you all get on the thing? Coffee date? I mean, that 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 doesn't sound as fun to me. I'm just saying. If you need help planning, call me. What if I just give out my phone number on air? Anyone need help with their Christmas, just give me a call. Oh man, if you guys were Patreon subscribers, you would see my uh, Buffalo check Christmas socks. But you know, listen. Hey, by the way, everything from 2020 will be up. So even if you join... In December, you get like a backlog of so many bonuses and things So I don't know I don't know, why wouldn't you? Hey Jen, not that you really need me to chime in But in response to your question about what traditions were missing this year For me, it's drinking mulled wine and glowing at the outdoor Christmas markets Both here and abroad I've made special trips to cities that I know have really cool markets Chicago is my favorite in the U.S. Because it's the closest approximation to the OG German ones that I've encountered on this side of the Atlantic It's something that I've always taken for granted and I'm bummed that I'm not able to do that this year, not even locally I guess I'm compensating this year with a model train Sort of trying to build my own indoor winter wonderland on rails There's also an Italian restaurant in DC That we've made a tradition out of going to during the holiday season Because they decorate the fuck out of that place This year we got takeout from there while admiring our own decorations Not really exciting stuff But it's the goddamn little things I'm missing Merry Christmas, Jeff No, see again, this is the stuff I love Italian food on Christmas That is actually what I'll be eating um, with my sides Is some pasta-y thing And I love overly decorated Italian restaurants It's my favorite thing to do when I'm in New York Which is usually what I where I go to eat dinner There's like three different places I'll go to ah, And I love the Christmas markets And I'm German Oh yeah, good. And um, I Yeah, I love all that mulled wine And gluck and glonken And I like fruitcake I'm a real fucking, and I look like sprockets right now. If you see the Patreon, I'm in like black with a beret. (laughs) I'm not like Nazi German. I'm like, um, I'm just a German. I'm just Polish and German. Those are my uh, nationalities. In case anyone didn't know, Polish, German, French, Canadian, and English. Dad said the family is English and Polish Mother said the family German and French-Canadian Anyone else? What do you need? The last four of my social Jen About beloved Christmas routines My grandma liked real candles on the tree Oh, I love You know, like if you watch um, Mr. Magoo Razzleberry dressing Like there's actual Candles on the tree And then in There's this Frosted window panes Candles gleaming inside Painted candy canes On the tree Wait that's not Santa's on I know There's one that's like Candles on the tree Or maybe it's Whatever But I almost bought The LED version this year Where you clip on What looks like An old fashioned candle And you put it on the tree Because that's what They used to do back then Peeps Santa's on his
0: way He's filled his sleigh with things Things for you and for me It's that time of you When the world falls in love
1: What if you turn off your family's Christmas music And just play that Go, Guys, I have a really, really amazing Christmas album to put on You you should do it Okay, so someone's going to do this right now If they're with their partner or immediate family That you already live with No one who traveled is allowed to have any fun Go. I have this Christmas album I want to play. So then I'm going to pause right now, and this is when you're going to go. I really love it. It's this new artist. She's amazing. And then I'm just going to sing like two bars of something, and you're going to watch their faces. Okay. So let's pick a song that we can do this, guys. I want you to watch this. Um, I'm going to sing "Hark the Herald
0: Angels Sing." Hark the herald angels sing, glory to Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph from the jingle bell, jingle bell. It's a mashup jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas. Let your heart be rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry. Ble- okay, that's enough of that. So that was a joke.
1: Anyway, sorry, my grandma liked real candles on the tree. There were little tin clips and small white candles along with all the ornaments. The candles only got lit on Christmas Eve in a ritual, <laughs> a satanic blood <laughs> ritual. <laughs> I'm kidding. They had six kids and almost 20 grandkids at that point. On Christmas Eve, every one of us got a glass of water so we could douse anything if it came to it. That's so cute. The candles we lit as we sang, Oh, Christmas tree. Oh,
0: oh, Tannenbaum,
1: oh, bum." It almost brings a tear to my eye right now. It was solemn seeing the twinkling warm lights. I've done it before with my friends and I hope to do it again. I would totally cry. As I mentioned, I cry a lot. It seemed like a holdover from an olden time with fewer guardrails to experience a little tiny danger. Being trusted and responsible to take care of the treats, quite an old tradition. By the way, if I go through my ornaments this year and I rummage a box of random souvenirs and collectibles nearby, I've got to find my B-52s fan club postcard with their autographs because I understand you were also a member. My best to you, Jill. Jill, I was not a member of the B52s fan club. That was another listener of mine. Uh, I forget who it was. I think it was a gay Gen X man, if I remember. I don't know why I remember that. Hi, Jen. We usually wake up early, go for a walk in the Royal Botanic Gardens here in Melbourne, have smoked salmon and scrambled eggs for breakfast, and open some presents, then catch a tram Right across the city to spend Christmas lunch At a friend's house With copious wine, games, and prawns This is so Australian, I love it This year we won't do any of that Even with cases almost non-existent in Melbourne now The gardens will be full of people And we have a garden of our own So we will let people without gardens Enjoy the public outdoors That's so nice I'm not getting on a tram, mask or no mask, and a group lunch, even with the patio doors open, doesn't seem like a good idea. So we will make our own lunch, cuddle our dogs, watch Hallmark movies, and take a nap. Not terribly sad about it. Loved the Christmas show and hoping you have a beautiful Christmas. Greer. Oh, thank you, my love. You Australians. You, there weren't enough of you to make me famous, but I could have been living there by now. I was trying to move there, I was trying so hard. To get out of this fucking country with these dumbass fucks Who I knew were going to fuck it up By not wearing masks during a pandemic I saw this coming Thanks Greer Hey Jen, love the DB Cooper doc you were talking about Oh wait, Uh, as for what I'll be doing for Christmas That would be absolutely nothing By myself, probably binging a show I am the person in my group that you were talking about on Twitter Off the text chain (laughs) Honestly, I am happy I am not on it I would find myself with constant eye rolls and getting annoyed Better for everyone But that is what bugs me I am hanging by myself because people don't get it And think they're being good More aggravating when it is actual friends They claim to be following the rules But somehow still see each other a fair amount been listening to the pod since forever And to me, it sounds better than ever Oh, thank you Have a good holiday, Tony A Tony, you're doing the right thing You're saving your own life Saving the lives of others Not overwhelming the hospital system And I'm telling you We're all going to start a club called Off the text chain Or off, just off the chain And we're all going to meet up for a drink in 2022 Everyone in who in their friend group Was the one that didn't go anywhere We're all going to get together Oh my God, it's almost time to wrap this episode up Hi Jen, if you're still looking for Christmas traditions missed this year What I'm saddest about is just not being able to see friends I'm from Massachusetts, but I live in Santa Fe And Christmas is usually the only time of year that I go home Usually my family will pick me up from the airport Logan, oh my God, Logan And go straight to a brewery, brewery, brewery we love Or to dinner in the north end of Boston That's the Italian section, great food I love meeting up with friends and drinking hot beverages while looking at lights and catching up from the past year It's simple, but I really appreciate those times with my loved ones I know this isn't forever, but it does make me a little sad On the other hand, I feel like this pandemic and all the extra time has led to myself and my family Resurrecting random Christmas traditions that we don't normally do anymore I've been having fun making popcorn on the stove and adding fun, sweet or savory flavors. My dad set up our ancient electric train set and my job at a brewery. You keep saying brewery as if this is a thing in Boston. Is this a thing now? I don't know. Oh, you're in Santa Fe. Um, Had a very fun, socially distanced tree decorating contest outside in lieu of their annual Christmas party. If I'm being honest, I think I like the tree decorating more than a party and they plan to do it again next year. I also feel less pressured to buy presents. And if I am, I'm making them count. Also, I love your white tree. And I was glad to finally see your dysfunctional Christmas show this year. Hopefully one day I'll be able to see it in person. Cheers, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Merry Christmas to you. And I, I just realized I can't easily say the word brewery. Same with the ro- word roar, R-O-A-R, roar. Jen, the one tradition we have that I will miss is going to the movies on Christmas Day Short and sweet Have a good day Thanks, Penelope Yeah, I never got into that tradition I don't hate it for other people But I don't like to go anywhere on Christmas I'm like, I'm not, I don't even want to shower Not that you have to shower to go to the movies I think it would be nice though Hi, Jen. My Christmas tradition that is ruined is being able to see my grandfather and my family and being with them and having a gift exchange where I receive shitty gifts. Also, Christmas shopping because it's amazing to go and buy presents for the people I want to gift. Alan. Well, at least take comfort in the fact that you don't have to pretend you like any shitty gifts. I mean, right? Jen, this is my first Christmas alone. I'm away from home in Canada in Davis, California for grad school. I'm going to miss board games with my family the most And my sister making my aunt extra strong drinks To get her tipsy to liven up the party (laughs) I think I may be that aunt, by the way I am also an aunt You guys are like, yeah, we know you're old Um, This year I will be I've been an aunt since I was 12 though So it doesn't mean I'm old This year I will be enjoying Swedish banana casserole For Christmas dinner As a new tradition because I love it And I've only ever convinced one person to try it Take care and Merry Christmas, Ryland I would like some of that banana casserole. It kind of sounds good. I don't know what that is, though. I don't know what's in it. Is it like a noodle and banana casserole or is it all sweets? Hi, Jen. Oh, this one is a weird recipe one. Get ready. This is, I don't know if anyone ever sees like people on Twitter making fun of white people food. I mean, this is some white people. (laughs) This is crazy town. Hi, Jen. Christmas is going to be different this year for a number of reasons The biggest one being that I lost my mom to cancer in August Oh, I'm so sorry So this will be my first Christmas without her Made even more challenging By not being able to have a family get together with my siblings Thanks to COVID Even so, I'm determined to have the best celebration that I can And honor her memory in the process Oh. One of the ways in which I'll be including mom in my Christmas dinner, I'm hosting the two friends who are in my bubble, is by making her infamous three layer jello salad. I know, I know jello salad of any kind sounds ghastly, but it has been an annual tradition at the Christmas dinner for as long as I can remember. I think the recipe actually dates back to the early 1950s. The bottom layer is green jello mixed with pineapple, canned, not fresh. The middle layer is yellow jello mixed with cream cheese. And this is all topped with red jello mixed with sliced bananas. My friends shudder when I tell them we serve this with the main course, and yet we devour it every single year. It ain't Christmas dinner in our family without that jello salad. <laughs> so I would totally eat that, by the way. So I'm making it for the first time this year, hoping that mine turns out half as good as my mom's did. As for new traditions, 2020 marks the year to, that I finally bought one of those inflatable T-Rex suits and have been putting it to good use having fun in the pandemic. For the holiday season, I've dressed things up with a Santa hat and have taken on a new persona. The singing Tyranna Santa, lip-syncing to popular Christmas tunes. Tyranna Santa has recently been joined by a fellow inflatable uh, a Christmas tree known as the Amazing Ballatrina who provides some pretty Kick-ass backup dancing we've been Performing busking raising money for The local food bank at various spots Around town but on Christmas Eve We're going to go quote caroling in The local neighborhood and hope to Spread a bit of joy as people watch Safely from their porches and Driveways either that or we'll get Arrested which would also make for a New Christmas tradition Heather from Salt Spring Island uh, British Columbia Canada oh my god (laughs) that's so cute well I'm really inspired By all your creativity Everybody In terms of like Coming up with new things To do And, and things that involve Having a really good spirit And making effort it It's really heartening Um This is it. <clears throat> We'll end it with a complaint about COVID. Hi, Jen. You are literally the only person I know of who has been taking the pandemic as seriously as me, and we don't even know each other. I'm not joining my family for Christmas, even though it is a limited group of five, because I know it will be indoors. And although they say we can wear masks if I want, it just seems insane to me to risk it. They are still going to church where very few are wearing masks and are still singing together indoors." I have a super awesome smart friend who just told me she is going to stay for a couple days in one house with her extended family of nine who are gathering from across the country and three peeps flying in from Europe. What the fuck? Another friend who is a chemist, so seems to be smart about germs, etc., asked if we could do a work from home together at our house this week. Um, no. Again, what the fuck? This will be the first Christmas ever after 19 years that my partner and I will be spending together. So, so far, that I am actually... So for that, I am incredibly excited. I really think everyone I know has just been lying about what they think and what they actually do because of convenience and normalcy and because we all hate Zoom and house party chats. I do not seem fun lately, but I wanted to vent to you just what you wanted, I'm sure. It actually is. Um, Thanks for all you do. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You're gay Gen Xer fan in Tennessee, Justin. Justin may even be the one who's in the B52s fan club, which, weirdly enough. Um, Oh, I love it. I love, let's end the episode on a rant. And I love that it wasn't my own because you've heard enough of me. Again, thank you all. There will be another new episode, the last one of 2020, next week, December 30th. Thanks for tuning in. Again, send an email about um, what you didn't get to do in 2020, but maybe something new that you did. uh, Fun at gmail.com and join that goddamn Patreon, patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. That would be the best Christmas present that you could fucking give me. I swear to God. I do. I swear to God it is. And until next week, have fun.